So we are in the very last paragraph of 72b. Or 70, sorry, 70b2. Say like this. The Gemara is going to explain us how the atonement by bringing a korban hatos. Okay, hatos is like a sin offering, and that is brought when a person broke either Shabbos or we're going to see also today ate forbidden foods, but not only non-kosher foods, has to be more of a severe type of food, which is fats or forbidden animals, fats, forbidden fats, I'm sorry, which is called halev or blood. So thing like that, if a person does it on purpose, he would be liable for kares. Valeinu, his neshama gets cut off. So if he does, does it by mistake, he, without knowing, beshegeg, then the torment has to bring a korban hatos. So now the Gemara is going to explain that situation. Madi Shmuel, Shavuatov, how are you? So Shmuel, please come <clears throat> to 70 B2. Okay, uh, guys, I'm, I'm going to mute all of you. <laughs> Please come to 70, 70B2, the last paragraph. <clears throat> Omar Robe. Robe says, Now, the word grores means a dry, dried fig. So, I don't know if you remember in Brachot, and if you remember, I gave, I gave a big Yesher Koyach, Max, you might be holding by there with Gary in page Mem Zain, something like that, maybe. That uh, the Gemora brings from a Pasuk seven Shiurim, the, the, the Pasuk of Eretz, Chitas, a land of wheat, barley, and all that. And the, depending the Alaha, what is the minimum amount? So when it comes to Ilho Shabbos, to be liable of breaking Shabbos, the amount is a dry fig. Okay? So that's why that's going to be the amount regarding Shabbos. So a person ripped and ground, which is two melachas, without shame in page 73b, we're going to come to the list, finally, of the 39 melachot, <laughs> where 70 pages of Masechot Shabbos, we haven't even, even been introduced to the 39 melachot. So in a couple of days, we're about to get there. So two of them, one is kotzar, one is to rip, and one is to litchon, which is to ground. So a person broke these two melachot in the size required to be considered breaking Shabbos, Beshgagas, but he did it not on purpose. So he didn't know Beshgagas Shabbos. He didn't know that it was Shabbos. Again, with this quarantine, he thought it was Sunday. With Zadon Melachos, but he did. He did know that in Shabbos is forbidden to do this Melachos. And then somehow he became a little bit uh, dementia. And then on the same time, right, right after, soon after that, then he realized it's Shabbos. He said, Oy Gevalt, it's Shabbos today. But then he forgot that in Shabbos you are not allowed to rip or to grind. So he, he went the other way around. Hazar ve Katsar he again did ripping and grounding. 
but now was Bezadon Shabbos. Now he knew it was Shabbos. But he forgot that you're not allowed to do these things. Okay? So, what's the story? Does he have, how many Korban Hatos does he have to bring? He broke four Melachos in t- different types of lack of awareness. First, he didn't know it was Shabbos, then he knew it was Shabbos, he knew these Melachos were forbidden. So, how many Korbanot? Sacrifice those calves to bring. And everything, when he transgressed both things, he wasn't aware that he was doing something wrong. Only at the very end, after he did four <laughs> mistakes, he realized, oh, he gave out Shabbos, and those two melachot are forbidden. So says the Gemara, Vinodalo al Ketzira Vetchina, Sheshigagat Shabbos, with Adon Melachos. So then initially, he was only able to find out that he had ripped and grounded, uh, not knowing that was Shabbos, and knowing that that was forbidden, which means later on he became aware of his first mistake. Okay? The Chazar, and then only after that, Nodalo al Ketzira Vyautchina, Shezadon Shabbos Veshigat Melachot. And only after that, he became aware of the second mistake, that he knew it was Shabbos, but he didn't know that those two things, ripping and grinding, was forbidden. Now, what we're going to see today, Rashem is not a long Gemara, we just have to keep in mind one thing, that as long as a person makes many mistakes in one go, so that can, we see the circumstances, unite everything into one korban. What can start breaking into many korbanot is when either he finds out of his mistake or when he starts designating different animals or when he starts bringing the different animals. That can separate things as we're about to see. Now, if you want, not exactly for now, but maybe soonish, if you have a pen and a piece of paper, otherwise you have good memory, in the, for, the, for, the, for the Amut base, I want to recommend you to write just three words just to keep him in mind to follow all these things. Okay, are you with me? So if you, even if you want to start writing something that we saw already a couple of times previously, it's good to keep on mind. There's mainly two mistakes. A person can forget that he's Shabbos, and therefore that is not so bad, it's only one mistake. He's doing a trillion melachot thinking it's Sunday. That is called mistake on Shabbos. The second mistake, he knows it's Shabbos, but he thinks the melach is permitted. So these are the two variables we're thinking over here, we're speaking over here. And again, in our case, he first did, did two melachos not knowing what Shabbos, and then he repeated the, sec- the very same two melachos knowing that it's Shabbos, but now thinking those things are not forbidden. Then he realized that he had done the first set of mistakes, thinking wasn't Shabbos. And after that, he realized that he knew it was Shabbos, but he knew that those two things were forbidden. That's what we're holding. Okay, let's start with page 71, A1. So says the Gemara. Yeah. Says the Gemara like this. 
So there's a principle called goreret. Goreres, you see in the Hebrew, the second word, ksira, goreres, ketsira. This is going to be an important word if you want to underline it or write it down or just keep it in mind. In, in English is draws. So he did two uh, reapings and two grindings. So the, the Allah has said like this, that he first realized that he did a reaping thinking was Sunday. So we hold like this. The first reaping that he did, wanted to designate, he actually, when he found out, before he found out, he did the second mistake, knowing what Shabbat or forgetting this was forbidden. When he only woke up to the realization, he did the first mistake thinking it was Sunday. And then because of that, he did reaping. And for that, he, uh, he became aware that he needs to bring a korban. So the Gemara says, that first reaping allegedly draws. What it means to say, it connects to it, and you can kill two birds with one stone. So that first reaping draws the second reaping along with it to its atonement. So he can kill two birds with one stone. For twice he did reaping, with one animal. And the same thing regarding the Tchina. That the first time he realized that he had done grinding in a prohibited way, also Goreret Tchina. Grinding draws the second grinding along. Are you with me? So he did four Melachot and he can bring, he only has to bring two Corbanos. You make a sandwich of the first melacha, which is ketzira, even though it was twice, reaping and reaping, and a second set of twice of grinding and grinding. And for each set, you bring one korban and one korban, the shalom al Israel. Now, what happened if, if it's the other way around? Again, he did the both sets of mistakes in one go. But then he woke up from his dementia and he realized first the second mistake. He realized, hold on, what did I do? Today is Shabbos, or today was Shabbos, and I ended up doing uh, reaping and grinding, and he finds, finds out, initially he didn't know, but maybe his friend told him, you're a Michiganer. How can you rip and grind on Shabbos? Say, Oigevald. So he first realized the second mistake. And only after he realized that he had done the very same things earlier in the morning, thinking it was Sunday. I'm telling you, this guy had a, a very bad dementia. Okay? So not alone, if he became known to him about the reaping, that he did with deliberateness regarding Shabbos, he knew what Shabbos, but he wasn't aware that you cannot do these two things, which is reaping and grinding. Then you say the following. Xira goreres xira. So the second time he did reaping, 
Again, you apply the principle of Goreres. The, the second ripping draws the first ripping. Vetrina Sheima. And also, once you are connecting the second ripping with the first ripping, because the first ripping happened, happened not knowing what it was Shabbos. So if you remember from the Mishnah, that when a person doesn't know his Shabbos, when he is Sunday, even if he does a trillion melachos, well, he can only do 39 avos, if he thought it was Sunday, even for 39 avos, melachos, he only brings one korban, because it was only one mistake. He thought it was Sunday. So therefore, now that he first found out the second mistake, that he wasn't permitted to do reaping. So he's going to have to bring two korbanot, one for reaping and one for grinding. Now, but we already said that the same melacha connects to the previous one. So once he's bringing a korban for reaping, for the second time that he knew was Shabbos, but he knew was forbidden, that connects to the first time he did reaping. But the first time he did reaping is because he thought it was Sunday. So the, for the first time he did reaping, thinking it was Sunday, it's enough for both, for, drip, for reaping and grinding, to bring one korban. So therefore, he can make in a package deal three birds with one stone. Are you with me? So one animal is enough for the second time he did reaping, knowing what Shabbos, but not knowing reaping is forbidden Shabbos. The same korban also atones for the first time he did reaping, knowing reaping is forbidden, thinking it was Sunday. And the same korban brings together with it also grinding the first time thinking it was Sunday. So with one korban, he's being Mechaper, he's been atoning for three mistakes. Okay? But for the second time he did grinding, knowing what Shabbos, just thinking grinding is permitted, that fourth thing cannot be included in the package deal of the first three. So he needs to bring a second hatos. So at the end, he's bringing two korbanos, two sacrifices. The first one atones for three things, and the second one for only one thing. Okay? That's what the Gemara says. Utchina shekenegda bin But the grinding of the second violation, when he knew what Shabbos, he just spaced out thinking you can grind in Shabbos, then cannot be connected in the first package deal. And that is going to need another korban. So this is Robe. Are you with me? If not, please review it. It's not that difficult. It's just you have to keep in mind all these connections. Abaye is going to disagree with Robe. Abaye says, Abaye Omar, Trina Nami Goreres Trina. Says, no. Once you are connecting the second reaping with the first reaping and then the first reaping with the first grinding you will make a full circle 
and you connect the first reaping, the first grinding with the second grinding. So Abaya becomes much nicer. With one stone you kill four, four birds. According to Abaya, you connect everything, full circle. Okay? Tchina nami goreles tchina. The first grinding also draws back the second grinding along. Why? Because because at the end of the day is the same prohibition, is the same avmelacha. So this is so nice. According to Abaye, you can connect all of them into one. Okay, so the Gemara understands Abaye, this principle of connecting. Now what the Gemara is going to challenge is Robe. Initially, we're going to assume that Robe doesn't hold of this collect connecting business. Says the Gemara, What does Robe really hold? of this principle of drawing along, schlepping along. But listen, what was a previous machlokes between Abaye and Robe. So this is regarding a person. Now we're going to go not to Ilho Shabbos. And from now on, we're going to continue to the halachot of eating chilev. Again, chilev is the forbidden fats of the animal. And also, if a person does this on purpose, gets kares for every kazais, and if it is inadvertently, he has to bring a korban. Now, how do you say kazais in English? I'm going to see if you're still awake. Kazais in English. The size of an olive. The size of an olive, right? So, you see the difference. When it comes to Shabbos, the size has to be of a dry, dried fig, which is bigger than when it comes to just eating forbidden food. Eating forbidden food is a kazais to get zapped. And that's why over here we're talking without an example. So this is the case. It's been taught the following. A person by mistake ate Two zeite. Zeite is the plural of okazait, two olive sizes of chilev, of forbidden fats. Be'elemechad, in one lapse of awareness, he was spacing out, in one go. Be'nodalo al ahas me'en. Then he was able, he found out that he had eaten only one of them. How could it be, we're going to see that uh, he ended up eating three times. So how could, could it be that he only finds out one and then the other and then the other? Let's say the poor guy was invited to a bride. And the bride promised to him that his kosher basin meadrim, but that's okay, or you, all the sharing, right? But the guy space out and instead of making the bride with the, all these steaks he bought in Maxis or in Moishis, he put the, the dog's food in the braai. And this guy ended eating forbidden fats. And the guy ended eating three burgers. And they were very juicy and very fatty. But the, the guy first breaks the news to him. Oh, sorry to tell you, but you remember the first burger you had was delicious? Yeah, 
you know, it was my dog's food. It was fat. It was chilev. So one kazais of chilev, tshuva, and one korban. So that's what's happening over here. He became aware of the first one. And, and so it's like this. He ate first two, and after eating two burgers of chilev, he was informed that one of them was chilev. He thought were burgers of kosher meat, and he found out it's chilev. Okay. And then he knows, okay, I have to bring one hatas. Then he eats noch another burger, the third burger, thinking is kosher meat. When he ate the third burger, so far he only knew that the first one was treif, was chilev, but he still thought that the second one was okay. He was still relying on his friend. So he eats the third one, also like that. So Omar Rove, so Rove says the following, Korban, ah, and then he finds out that the three of them were chilev. After the party, he was very happy. He thought he only has to bring one animal. And then the, the friend breaks the news. Sorry to tell you, my dear friend, you ate three burgers of chilev. Three kazaisim of chilev. So Amar Rove, Evi Korban al Rishon. If he had only had brought already one sacrifice for the first one when he found out. So because the first one and the second one were connected, was in the, in, in the same lack of awareness. So we see this principle of connection. So Rishon Veshenim is Kaprim. So that single korban would atone for the first and the second eating chilev. Because both occurred in the same lapse of lack of awareness. But according to Rove, Shlishi Einam is Kaper. But the third one is not atoned because he didn't know about it when he separated the animals. The animal. Now, Ebi Korban al Shlishi. Now, if he brings an animal for the third one, then the, because the second and the third were also eating, eaten in one lapse of lack of awareness. Shlishi Veshenim is Kaplim. The third and the second one are connected. He's able to atone with one animal for the third and the second. But Rishanenim is Kaplim. But because uh, the first one was in a different type of awareness, he is not slept together with the other two, and he needs to bring another animal for the first time he ate Chilev. Now, Evi Korban Alayim Tzoyi, if he was lucky enough, that he was brought a sacrifice for the middle one, for the second burger of Chilev, then he is lucky. Since the first one and the third one, they were both in the same lack of awareness of the second one. So Niskaprukulan. So all of them are become atoned with one animal. Now Abaye tells Robe, no, Obaye Amar, Afilevi Korban Alechan Meem. Even if he brought the korban for any of them, either for the first or the third, according to Abaye, 
Niskapnu Hulan. You can all of them atone with one animal because of the principle of drawing along. Greira, goireres. So we see that only Abaye holds of the principle of goireres. Robe doesn't hold of the principle of goireres. It's a kasha to Robe. Says again, Mora, you're right. Initially, Robe didn't hold of that principle of connecting one episode to a previous one. But Basar de Shama Me Sabra. But after he heard from Avaye that there is such a thing, then he accepted it. And that's why, in the previous case of Shabbos, of ripping and grinding, he holds that you can connect the first and the second time he made mistakes. The Gemara is going to ask a question. Iyahi, let's move on to the next English page. If that is the case, that even Rove agrees to the principle of connecting. So then, if you remember, according to Rove, the first connection includes only three transgressions. Let me remind you. According to Rove, the first animal connects the second reaping with the first reaping with the first grinding. But the second grinding, according to Rove, you need to bring a different animal. So the Gemara asks, if Rove holds of the principle of connecting, why do you need to bring a separate animal for the second grinding? That is the question. Let the first grinding be drawn with the second grinding to an atonement. Says the Gemara, no. Greater Aisle. Rove holds of the principle of connecting one time. Greater the greater. But to be Noha Schlepper, to be connecting and connecting, that already, according to Rebbe, you don't know. You don't do. You only do one connection, but you don't do two connections. So, again, let's call it in Yucho Chavez, clearition. Clearition is a fire. Something in the fire. Clicheni, when you pour something into a cup. When you put in a third cup. So says uh, 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 Robe, I subscribe to connect Ligration with Klisheni, with the initial Korban connecting a previous transgression and schlepping it alone, uniting it. So with, with, with an animal, you can atone for both of them. But in this case that we just spoke about Chavez, you want to do a, a Klishlishi. You want to connect me the second reaping with the first reaping with the first grinding. That is a cliche. And now you're going to bring it up as a cliche to the, to the second uh, grinding. That's already no. So that's the Maholokes between Abaye and Robe. How much, what is the extent of this connecting? Now the Gemara is going to say that this this thing that we just saw, that it was obvious to Abaya and Rove, that you can connect Averot in the same animal to do atonement for them. It wasn't so simple for Abizera. He was actually in doubt. Now we're going to, okay, let me read it. The boy Rabizera inquired from Rabiasi, but the truth is, According to some opinions, the doubt wasn't Rabbi Zayas, it was Rabbi Yirmiyas. 
ואמרי לה, בואי מיני רבי ומרבי זיירה. דאדוס הוא סנו, דוואן אינדאד וואס רבי ירמיה. So this was the following question. Kotzor betochan chatsi grogres. Again, the amount to be liable is a dried fig. Now, what if a person did these melachas when he ripped and ground, but only half of the amount? Okay? Can you hear me? Okay, can you hear? Okay. So good, so far. So far, so good. So, he has the following question. A person did half of the Averos, he did half of two Averot, ripping and grinding. Okay, half, because it's half of the amount of a, of a dry fig. And when he did that, was Bishgaga Shabbos, he didn't know it was Shabbos. He thought it was Sunday, Bezad on the Lachos. He knew ripping and grinding is forbidden, but he spaced out. He thought it was Sunday. Okay? Then again, this is the same guy with dementia. Then the guy woke up and said, Oh, Gevald, today is not Sunday, today is Shabbos. But then he forgot you are not allowed to do neither ripping neither grinding. So he went ahead. Now he went again and only half of the amount he did Bezadon Shabbos, now knowing, now he knew. Oh, it's Shabbos, but she grass melachos. But he forgot you cannot do neither uh, ripping neither grinding. So now, so that was the question. What is a lacha? Sarfu. Can you combine these two transgressions and to make the person liable as if he would have done a complete transgression? Because if a person only does half of the melacha, to have the size of the food, for sure you don't have to bring an animal, a korban. You didn't need to atone. You didn't do a full melacha. So over here you put two halves together, but each half happened with a different type of mistake. When he did half of the reaping, he thought it was Sunday. Then the other half of the reaping, he knew it was Shabbos, but he forgot you're not allowed to reap on Shabbos. And the same thing with grinding. Can you put them together or not? That was the question he asked. Omalei. So either was Rav Ami, Ravasi, or Rabbi Zera answering the question. He said to him, Chalukim lechatos. No, they are separate regard with chatos offerings. Velomitzarfim. And therefore you cannot combine them. You cannot put together for the liability when it was a complete different mistake. In the first mistake, he thought it was Sunday. In the second mistake, he thought you are permitted to do ripping and grinding. So we see that something that for Abai and Robert was simple, that you combine, initially they ask the question, and even the answer is that no, you, you, you don't combine things when it's a, the different mistake. Now the Gemara is going to Analyze this. Says Gemara, "V'chol eicha lechalukin lechataos." You want to tell me that just like we saw, whenever whenever they are the, for different animals, lo mitzarfi, you cannot combine them together. 
Vatsnan, but look in the following Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, going back to eating forbidden foods. Achal Khaler, Bechele Bele Mechal. If someone consumes first one piece, a kazais, a can, and the size of an olive, of a chelev. Again, going back to the guy eating burgers of chelev. And then a second piece. Then noch, a burger, is like a josh in your, in the Naftali's uh, obsharen, with little burgers, mini burgers. And each burger is a kazais. So he first had one burger, and then he had a second burger, in one lapse of awareness. He was spacing out when he had the two pieces of chelev thinking they were kosher meat. So then he finds out that it was the dog's chelev, the dog's fat. So because everything was in one go, in one lack of awareness, then he would be joitzi, would be enough to bring one hatos, one korban for both mistakes. Aval, but now the guy was very fancy schmancy. The guy had a whole sort of different foods, not only mini burgers. He had burro boys and he had enchiladas and tacos. Let me tell you, nice stuff over here. So one was chelev. Chelev is forbidden fat. Dam, dam was blood. I know in South Africa, Mexicans, the Goishi obviously, love eating dry blood. Then noisar. Noisar is a korban after the time limit that it can be eaten. So uh, let's say you have a korban toida, a Thanksgiving korban, and it can only be eaten for one day. So after the day is over and you eating that korban is called noisar. Is left over after the limit that it can be eaten. All of this is liable with caris. It would be un- intentionally, by mistake, you bring a korban hatos. And pigul. Pigul is the name of a forbidden food, was also a sacrifice, that the korban made a mistake in any of the process of bringing this offering in the base of Mikdash. He made a mistake regarding what is the permitted time amount to eat this animal. This mistake was in the thought of the Koyen at the time of being offered and also renders the whole animal unfit. So this guy had four burgers of such a variety. It was Mamesha Cholent. Okay? Be'ele Mechad. And he had these four Kazaisim, these four olive sizes of four forbidden foods in one go. The brother did it, ha, the, the friend didn't have a clue that he's making a very attractive challenge. Says the Mishnah, in this second case, So in the first case that we just saw in the beginning of the Mishnah, when there were two mini burgers of chelev, because it's the same type of forbidden food, when he finds out he can bring only one animal as an atonement. But over here, there were four types of forbidden food. You cannot put them together in a package deal and only bring one korban as atonement. For every single different treifa, you bring a different animal. That is the Mishnah. Okay? Now, says the Mishnah, Zuchoimer, be meaning, 
This is astringency that we find regarding a situation when somebody ate too many, too many types of forbidden things regarding, in the first case, when it was only one type of forbidden foods. Now says the Mishnah. And now let me tell you our case with the other way around. We're about to tell you when it is the other way around that if the same type of food is even more stringent, then we have different types of food. If a person only ate half of an olive size of the same food, and then he ate another half of an olive also of the same food, so is if it's from the same, the chaylev, let's say, the, the fat, then he will be liable. But, mishnei meaning, patur. But if it would be two different foods, again, it was half, an, half of an olive of chaylev and half of an olive of a blood. Because it's not the same food, he would be exempt. He didn't eat a size of an olive of forbidden food. Each one was only half. So this is more of leniency with the different foods. Okay. So, so far, this was the Mishnah. So now the Gemara is going to elaborate on the question. Says the Gemara, Yavinamba, we were analyzing that and we said the following. The case that the Mishnah said the, the, the case that when you tell me that he ate two halves of the same so you have to tell me that he, he is going to be liable it's obvious <laughs> everybody from grade I don't know, two or three in elementary school knows that two halves makes one so if the guy ate two halves of the same food, <laughs> he ate the forbidden amount to bring a korban. So says the Gemara, do I need a Mishnah to tell me that? Yama Rishlakish. So says an answer, Rishlakish, in the name of Mishum Bar Tutni, that was the name of the other rabbi. He said, Ahabemeyaskinan, you know which is the case of the Mishnah and what it was necessary to tell us? Kigon Shachru Ben Tamchumin. Oh, because it, were, it was two types, two were two half size of forbidden the same food, but in two types of dishes. One was roasted, and the other one was boiled. So it was a, a very interesting. He had two mini burgers, each one of half of a size of chaylev, but the first one was roasted chaylev. And the second was a boiled chalef. So it's a chidush. We're going to see soon why is a chidush. Why is a novelty to tell me that even though there were different type of cooked, nevertheless, they unite and you're liable to bring an animal. But Rabbi Yeshua, this is according to the Tana, Elechetana Rabbi Yeshua. The Amar that he holds Tamchuin Mechalkin. If you have two different types of dishes. So then they are separated in 
liabilities. Meaning to say, usually when you eat the same thing as we saw twice in one go, you only bring one animal. Well, according to Rabbi Yeshua, even if it was the same forbidden food, chelev and chelev, and kazais and kazais, but one was cooked and the other one was roasted, is considered different foods and you bring two animals. Okay? So therefore, Maud Teima, there was room to say also in our case, when it was half and half, Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben lekula ben lechumra, that Rabbi Yeshua would state that since it's different type, <coughs> sorry, different types of being cooked, maybe even when it comes to be lenient, you can yes be lenient, meaning to say that half and half, if half is cooked and half is roasted, maybe you don't put them together and he wouldn't be liable. So, Kamash Malan, Delekula, Lo Amar. No, he comes to teach us the Mishnah that to consider them different types of food because one was roasted and one was cooked, we don't say that to be lenient, to say you are not liable. Rather, Lechumbra Kamar. Rather, only in the previous case, when you had one and one, Juan and Juan, one and one, and then one is roasted and one is cooked, when it's uh, stringency, that for each one you have to bring a different animal, we consider them di different foods. But when it's half and half, and therefore this is cooked and this is roasted, and to say, if they are considered different ones, they don't unite and you don't have to bring an animal, that leniency we don't say. Rather, we consider them the same type of food, even though one was roasted and one was um, um, cooked. And we said half and half, you ate one, you bring the animal. Huh? What? Yeah, yeah. So one ball, one was roasted, half and half they unite, and that is what the Mishnah wants to tell us. So now, if you remember, I will give you a big yeshar koyach, we're bringing all this as a question. You initially told me that things don't unite. That was either Rav Asis or Rav Yizera's answer, that things don't unite. When a person did half melacha, ripping and grinding, half the size of a fig, and then with one thinking it was Sunday, and then he did half of the other half of the fig size, knowing it's Sunday, but thinking, ripping and grinding is okay. You told me they don't unite. And according to here, we say that they do unite. So that is the kasha. Ve'oacha. Here, the halukin lechatos. We have said that they consider separate wedding chatos offerings. Ve'kamitzafe, and they get combined to compose the, the required amount. Even one is baked and the other one is cooked. So the gemara is going to answer. He said to him, "You're right. This way that they learned it." was 
the person learning him of Rish Lakish. But we're going to see soon that he's a world learning it differently. So yes, initially, he's going to tell us how it was learned initially. Mar Aresha Masnila, the master thought initially that Rish Lakish statement was regarding the first case of the Mishnah and the way we presented it up until now. Right? It was the first case of the Mishnah second section that the person who ate two pieces of chelev, each one says to have an olive, because Shalea, and therefore he had that difficulty, that it was obvious, and that's why he gave that answer. He says, but Anan, but let me tell you the way we learn it, and therefore you don't have a question against what I said previously regarding Shabbos. We learn it that this whole thing of Rish Lakish in the name of Tutni wasn't going on that case, was going in the second case of the second part of the Mishnah. And in the Seif al-Manisla, we thought that Rish Lakish statement regarding the last case of the Mishnah, that the person who ate Helev along with other types of prohibited items, each of the sides will have an olive, and therefore, Loka Shalan, then we won't have a difficulty because let me explain to you how we're learning. So the Mishnah said, Mishnah meaning when a person eats half olive and half olive, two mini burgers of half of the size of two different types, one was blood and the other one was chelev, patur, is exempt. And we learn that on that they had a question. Do I need a Mishnah to tell me some, something so obvious? That you have only half of the size of different foods, they cannot come together? That he's exempt from the Korban Hatas? I know that. They don't, com they don't combine. And on that is where we learn the rich like he said in the, uh, in the name of Bar Tutni, the following. Actually, the Mishnah wasn't really speaking about two different things. The Mishnah wasn't really speaking about blood and fat. Rather, the Mishnah was talking of the same type of food. Meaning to say, chelev. Everything was fat. And if it was the same thing, why did the Mishnah call it two types of food? It's exactly the case of Rabbi Yeshua. Because one was cooked and the other one was roasted. Okay? And it was Rabbi Yeshua. And this is following Rabbi Yeshua. That you have two types of different types of dishes. Uh, if, if you have even the same element, the same component, which is fat, but if one is baked, roasted, and the other one is cooked, according to Rabbi Shua, they are considered two completely types of things. It's like one is blood and the other one is whatever you want to call it. And that's why Kamash Balan, and that is what the second part of the mission is teaching us, they, they, that they, they don't combine. The Mishnah is informing us, that Rabbi said that you don't connect if one is baked, uh, roasted, and one is cooked, you take it both lechumbra and lekula, for leniency and for stringency. Meaning to say, over here is going to be for leniency. 
that even though both are fat and you ate half and half because the leniency is just because one was roasted and one was cooked we consider them different type of forbidden foods and they don't combine and you don't have to bring any animal now the Gemara is going to object to this says the Gemara but hold on if you're telling me that this very last case refers to one type of prohibition cooked in two types of dishes, as we just explained, one fat, one was roasted, one was cooked. So to make it symmetric, so you have to say that also the first case of this section has to be dealing with one type of prohibition as one dish. Now, so we're dealing in the first case that it was half of, of half a kazite, half of an olive size of fat, and another half of kazite of fat. And both were the same way cooked. And somebody eats them. Do I need do I need a Mishnah to tell me that he has to bring an animal? Obviously, he ate half and half is one. And he ate Juan, so should be obligated for the animal. Do I need a Mishnah to tell me that? So how according to this understanding you would explain the beginning of the Mishnah? So the Gimoran says, Amaravune, Achabemiaskinan. Okay, you know what is the first case of the Mishnah? Oh, this is a Hiddush. You know what is the novelty over here? That the person ate half of the Chalev, and then he became aware that it was forbidden. He had a bite, he had a mini burger, that the entire mini burger was a kazais. He had a bite, half of a kazais, and then his friend told him, I give up, stop eating, that's my dog's food. So in the middle, he become, became aware that it was forbidden. But by then, it was too difficult to stop, were too juicy, and he ate the second one. So there was room to think, now he has to bring a korban, because he ate both of them at once, right? So, uh, so, so that is the case. He, he knew in between of both acts that it was one is forbidden. And who is the Mishnah Rabban Gamliel that he calls En Yedi That an awareness and half of a measure is not considered awareness. So therefore, is not considered awareness and is considered that he ate both sides of the prohibited food in one go. And therefore, he has to bring the animal. We don't consider that a half of way, the fact that he found out, would be interrupting the two eatings, and is considered he only ate half of the amount, and the, after he found out only half of the amount, and you don't put them together, and he would be exempt from the animal. No. We say lack of awareness in half of the amount, it does. We say, awareness at half of the amount is not considered awareness 
and we put together the act of eating both halves and he ends up just bringing an animal. So that is the Hiddush of the ratio. Okay. So, so far so good. Let's continue with cases like that. Itmar. So, it was stated the following machlok is between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish. Achal shnei zeise chelev Somebody ate two olive-sized of the same thing in one go, one lack of awareness. Now, after he ate the two mini burgers of chelev, nodalo alarishon, he was able to find out that the first burger was treifer. And only after chaza benolado lasheni, only afterwards he was also found out that also the second burger was treifer. So what is the halacha? How many animals do they have to bring? Again, two mini burgers, two zeisim of treifer chelev. He was able to find out about the first one first and about the second one later on. Rabbi Yochanan, according to Rabbi Yochanan, the awareness of the mistake already obligates you to bring an animal. So when, when he became aware for the first time of the first mistake, he needs to bring an animal. And then when he becomes aware of the second mistake, he needs to bring a second animal. That's Rabbi Yochanan. We're going to see soon in verses how they learn that. According to Rishlakish, no. We spoke about it previously. If it's the same type of mistake, and it was in, go, in one go that he ate them without knowing, so he cannot atone with only one animal. Now the Gemara is going to bring us the verses for their opinions. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Chayav, Rabbi Yochanan holds that he is li liable for two animals because he brings a verse that says, Al Soy Ve'evi. So if you look in the footnote number six, they quote the entire verse. Let me just read it in English. He's speaking about a person, if the sin that he committed becomes known to him, he shall bring, this is the word that Gemara is quoting, as his offering, a she goat unblemished, for his sin that he committed. So you see, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that according to this verse, that once he becomes, that, that once he knows that he made a mistake, he committed a sin, for every single time of an awareness of every single sin, he has to bring a different animal. So that's why according to Rabbi Yochanan, he has to bring two animals. But according to Rish Lakish, he's exempt. Why? Because there's a different verse that says, Also, the Ascol is going to quote that verse in footnote number eight. It says, The Kohen shall effect atonement for him for his sin, and it shall be given, forgiven for him. So, from this verse, according to Rishlakish, it indicates that once uh, he becomes aware, he can bring one hatos for, for the sin. And he's totally forgiven. So according to him, to Rishlakish is enough one animal. Now the Gemara is going to clarify what do you do with each one of the other's opinion. But Rishlakish, now 
According to Rish Lakish, that one sin with one stone, you kill two birds. What do you with Rabbi Yohanan? Rabbi Yohanan said, for his sin, he shall bring, indicating that a person is liable to a separate hatas for each sin that he committed. How does Rish Lakish get away with this verse? Says Gemara, no. Oh, this verse is referring when a person discovers his atonement, to a sin discovered after his atonement. That means to say that the person only the person ate two volumes of forbidden the same forbidden food in one go. Then he was told by the friend, Oi Gewalt, one of the burgers you ate was Khalif. He the chuba, he takes a fatty cow, no it's not a cow, it's a goat, a she goat. He goes to the base of Migdash and he offers the she goat for his burger, one burger the friend told him was Trefe. On his way home, he gets another phone call from the same friend. Say, oh, my dear friend, sorry to tell you. But not only one, but also the second one was also Trefe. Now the guy, because he had already offered an animal for the one he knew, that animal that already was offered cannot atone for the second one he just found out. So now he has to go and schlep noch another goat, she goat, for the second one. But if before he brings the, the first goat, he finds out that he had twice forbidden Chalev, then with one animal he can atone. So Rish Lakis answers this verse of Rabbi Yochanan, that the verse says for, for each sin you have to bring a different animal, is referring to a case that, um, again, that uh, he had first offered one animal for the first mistake, and only after he found out that also the second one was forbidden. Now the Gemara says, and what about Rabbi Yohanan? What Rabbi Yohanan does with the verse of Rish Lakish? that also from his sin is going to be forgiven and this indicates that even the hatas was brought, even if the hatas was brought for some of his sins everything is being forgiven so Yavachan brings an interesting case when can this help for well for more than one mistake what is your case Initially, the person ate one and a half amounts of forbidden chalef, forbidden fat. Then, nodalo al Then, again, the burger, he took one and a half of burgers. And the friend told him one of the burgers was chalef, was forbidden. But he thought the other half, it's okay. So, he found only the first kazais. So he took the the other, again, guys, look at me. So he had had two burgers over here. He makes a burger of one and a half. The, I said the bread, the roll wasn't big enough to put two burgers. 
he didn't have a big mouth. So he cuts one in half, he puts one kazais and a half in one roll. And he eats it. Okay? And then the guy tells him, Oh, sorry, but one of the burgers, the one you ate, the complete burger, was khalif, was forbidden. But he thought the other the other one was okay, the other half. So he goes and takes the other half that he had left and he eats it. And then he finds out that also the second one was Khalif. Okay? So then he ate the only half of an olive size of the chalef during the same lapse of awareness as a half olive portion of the other piece. So the first half and the second half in the same lack of awareness. Mother Taima, so there was room to say, it's doubtful, that the two halves can now combine and now has to bring a second animal because he had twice chalev in separate types of awareness. So from this verse, Rabbi Yochanan would agree with Rish Lakish, Kamash Malam. This verse therefore informs us that the first half olive size portion, the half that I explained, is already a ton with the hottest brought for the first burger and therefore he doesn't need to bring a second animal for the second half okay Radshem, this second page 71b is going to go fast blinader so just five minutes Radshem. five maximum ten minutes we finish tonight with Radshem. now the gemora is going to ask to understand where are they arguing so this is what I recommend to you to write it down. If you have a pen and if you cannot write it down, keep it in mind. There's three levels. Level one is called awareness. Okay? Put number one, awareness. Level two is designation. Level three is atonement. These are three stages in the process of Teshuvah. So before steps one, two, or three, we're dealing with a person made a mistake. The person ate, that's what we just saw in the previous page, Something forbidden, for, forbidden. Two, two, zaisim, two burgers of forbidden food. In Wango. Now, the process of chuba starts with the awareness. That's step number one. He became aware. Oi, Gewalt, I ate some. The friend called him. Oi, sorry to tell you, you ate the dog's food. That is awareness. The second process of chuba is designation. Okay, it says, okay, what, what am I going to do? I need to bring an animal to the Besamikdash. So he goes to the, to the pen. We have all the animals. You say, okay, pen or pan? We have all the animals. And you select a little she-goat to bring to the Besamikdash. 
you designate the animal. And the third stage is atonement. You take the animal and you schlep it to the base of Mikdash. You bring it and you offer it. So now that's going to be the question that the Gemara is going to ask. Omale Ravina le Ravashi. Ravina asked to Ravashi. This Yara le Kodema Frasha Pligi. So he's going to bring three possibilities to understand their argument. Possibility one of the different opinions between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishakesh might be when do, this, they, do they disagree in a case where he discovered the second violation before designation of the Hatos for the first violation. So this is level number one. Awareness. So this way of understanding the dispute is when the guy became aware that he only had that he did the first transgression and only after he became aware that he committed a second transgression. In our example, the phone call. So do they disagree in the case where they discover the second violation before designation of the animal of the of the first violation means the guy gets a phone call from the friend sorry you ate a burger of my dog's food okay fine and he thinks i give up i have to bring an animal for it because i ate one burger of trafe but he didn't even have time to designate the animal when he gets a second phone call of the friend and says, sorry to tell you, it wasn't just one burger of food, the dog was two burgers of the dog. So all this was before designation. Okay? So says, do they disagree when they discover the second violation before designation of the Hatas for the first violation? And this is what Rabbi Yohan and Rizlakish are arguing. The Marsabar Yedios Mechalkos, that according to Rabbi Yohanan, it's even only the awareness, it's enough to separate the transgressions. And because there were two different phone calls of your friend, even though you ate two burgers in one go, because your friend called you twice and you became aware first of the first, and only a second phone call for the second one. That is enough that you have to bring two animals, according to Rabbi Yohanan. For each transgression, you became aware you have to bring a new animal. Umar Sabar, but according to Rish Lakish, no. It's not the awareness that already can separate the liabilities. It's the afrashos, which is the second thing, which is the designations. Maybe Rishlakish would agree that once you have designated, your friend calls you about one burger. You go and you designate one she goat for that burger. And then your friend calls you, oh, sorry to tell you, there were two burgers of trade. Since you had already designated the animal for the first burger, maybe now Rishlakish agrees that now you're going to need a second animal. Okay? 
And the other master, which I call the designations of Hatha suffering, separate transgressions into distinct liabilities. Avalachara Frasha, but if you have already uh, designated the Hatha for the first volition, so even Rish Lakish would agree with Rabbi Yohanan that you need to bring two. That is one side of the question. Or Dilma, maybe that no, Rabbi Yochanan is more lenient. That disagree about the case where they discover the second relation after the signation. I'm sorry. This is going to be more, um, yeah, more lenient, yes. That only Rabbi Yochanan disagrees that you need two animals only if you have already designated the first animal for the first transgression. We are pliggy, and this is disagreement. The Marsavara Prashus Mechalkos. One master of Yohanan holds that designation, only the second level, which is designation, would split the animals of separate transgressions. Umar Savar, no, Kaparus and Rikash would say no. Only the atonements. As I explained before, when you already offered the animal and you find out, then you have to bring a second one of Al-Qadim of Russia. But uh, regarding the second violation that he discovered before designation, even Rabbi Yohanan would agree, Moduli Rabbi Yohanan, Lakish, that one animal is enough. Odilma, a third side of the question, Maybe they disagree even in both, which means they go from one side to the other side. Meaning to say that according to Rishlakish, even after the signation is enough for one animal, and according to Rabbi Yohanan, one second. Yeah, that even as long, according to Rishlakish, as long as you haven't offered the animal, you are okay with one. Even if you already became aware and you already designated it. As long as you haven't offered it, still one animal would be enough. And according to Rabbi Yohanan, no. Even if you only became aware, that's already enough, they need two animals. So which Rabbi Yohanan, in levels one and two, you need two animals, and Rishlaki is in levels one and two, is in obvious even with one animal. So that is the question. So Ravashi answers, It would make sense to say that they disagree in both of these cases, meaning to say even before designation and even after designation. Why? If you think that they disagree only 
uh, when the discovery was before the signations of Aleafara Frasha, but regarding a discovery after the signation, that Reish Lakish would agree with Rabbi Yochanan that he's already liable for two because he had already designated one for the first one, says, Why in the previous page, when the sages were explaining how, what Rish Lakish would do with Rabbi Yochanan's verse, why did they say that Rish Lakish would understand Rabbi Yochanan's verse, that you have to read more than one, because he had already had, uh, done the atonement? Why did they say such a thing? They could have said, that Lukma Lecharafrasha. That no, it wasn't after atonement. If Rikishakish would be more stringent, they could have said it was even enough that he already designated, and that's why, according to that verse, you need to. So from that, the previous page, that they didn't say that, you learned, according to Rikishakish, even after you had designated the animal, still you only have to bring one for two transgressions. And now let's go to the other side, which is Rabbi Yochanan. And if you want to tell me that the argument of Rabbi Yochanan is only after designation, but before the designation, Rabbi Yochanan would agree that awareness, even if you became aware between them, that doesn't obligate you to do. Then you have a So says also in the previous page, because Why then Rabbi Yochanan had to come with this interesting answer that the verse of Rishlakish was talking when he ate one and a half portions, and then he only another half, and the whole answer we explained in the previous page. Look at my commanding of Russia. He could have just said very simply that Rabbi Yochanan learned. Rish Lakish's verse, that enough with only one sacrifice before he had separated, before designation. So rather we have to say, says Ravashi, that they are arguing from extreme to extreme. Says Ravina, no, so far what you told me, it doesn't have to be. Why? Maybe the previous page, people didn't know exactly how did they hold. And this is what they were saying. And everything was in a question mark. On a, yeah, on question. If you want to say, if you want to say that Rakesh disagree about a case of discovery, before designation, so then Rabbi Yochanan, how would Rabbi Yochanan interpret the verse? And that's what they gave an answer, because And that's why they gave such an answer in the case of one and a half olive size. And then they went to the other side. And if you want to say maybe they only disagree about the discovery after designation, then how Rish Lakish would understand it? How would he understand the verse of Rabbi Hanan? And then says, That's why they said the, Rish, the case of Rish Lakish must have been after the atonement. Okay, gentlemen.
Sorry to 